now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people. And you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome, everybody, to Season 3, Episode 9 of The Psychologists Are In. I'm Maggie Lawson. And I'm her podcast partner in crime, Timothy Elmbitson. And today we are talking about a very festive episode of Psych, Christmas Joy. The one where Sean and Gus get a little help from Gus's sister, who may have had a secret fling with Sean a few years back. We had so much fun with this one. Also, just an FYI, we talk about Santa in this episode and all that comes with that. So, you know, prepare your kids accordingly. You guys enjoy. So, uh, how was your eye appointment? You good? Can you uh, see us? I can see you now. Although I do, I do have a new prescription I'm going to get done. Okay, good. But just because we've discussed this, I check all things fashion wise. <laughs> I run that by Maggie first. Yes, nice please. Twitter, um, the choices of frames I have, I'm going to take some because I have two pairs of reading glasses I don't need. I don't need two, so I'm going to have one of those pairs and made into the into the the new bifocals for the for doing the conventions. Hey, we're doing a convention together soon. We're like doing City. a convention, Salt Lake City, FanX. Fan X, Salt Lake City, uh, and Comic Con, uh, number twenty second. Yeah. Now that I have my bifocals, I can sign autographs and look at the look at the the photograph and sign it. Look up at the at the beautiful person who I'm signing it for, and now they'll, they'll all everything will be in focus. Does this mean that in previous conventions you haven't actually been able to see the people? No, see, it was I had I would go back and forth between I have to take my reading glasses off, put my mm-hmm. distance glasses on, and it was a big uh, big mishigosh. And then of course mishigosh. I'd always get them. My lens would get all smudgy because I'm touching them constantly. So I finally was like, I cannot do this anymore and uh, perform to the level of autographs that I don't want to and interact with, with you beautiful people who are coming out to see me. Coming to see me and now coming to see Maggie because we're going to be doing, because at FanX, in case y'all don't know this, we're doing photo ops together and we're doing a panel together, I believe. Yeah. Panel and, and photo ops. And sitting next to each other, signing autographs, having a ball. Yeah. We're going to have a great time. We're going to have so much fun. I can't wait. I can't wait. This is my first one. I won't bring a flask at all for my coffee. Oh, me neither. No, of course not. (laughs) Never. Never. Just like our notes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, my notes. Hi, Tim. Hey. So today is September 7th. Yes. According to the Greco-Roman calendar. And uh, it it happens to be um, Papa Papa Bear Bear. Corbin Birch's birthday. Yeah. Tim. Yeah, you look great. 
Got a short sleeve on. It's nice. I don't. I have my merch. Got my merch on. You know what I love? It's like a uniform. I had to wear a uniform at school growing up, and I actually loved it because I never had to think about what to wear. So now that I have is, a little that uniform. Is, when my girls were having to wear uniforms to school, that was always a big plus. We love that. Oh, one thing I want to bring up from last week. I saw some people on Twitter correcting something because uh, there was a photo that I think is from, uh, that I know is from a psych out that we did with, uh, with Gary Cole. And it's not actually in the episode. It's a great photo though. And it was on Twitter and I couldn't remember who posted it. And it was Amber. Amber posted it. I think I said it was Danny G and sweet Danny G uh, recognized it, but also uh, gave credit. And I think she was trying to track down the psych out and Apparently, people were not able to find the psych out. I know. So it doesn't exist. We got to find it. I can't remember what we sang, but that is what that photo is from. So, Amber, yay, good job. Very rock and roll song, whatever it was. I just remember that. It was. It was, re- it was, it was, it was pretty hardcore. Because we're always nothing but hardcore. As we're hardcore. We're, we're, we're hardcore over here, Tim. <laughs> yeah. And our high-pitched greetings to each other uh, every week. Um, I also want to shout out, uh, I just, I was just in Solvang. And I, uh, it was crazy because this episode, Christmas Joy, is all about this Santa con in Solvang. Which I got to say is synchronistic, synchronistic that you were there. Yeah. We came with the new, with the new word we realized. Synchronistic. Synchronistic. Am I saying that right? It was my word I came up with that I should probably pronounce it correctly. Yeah. You called it a synchronicity. A synchronicity. And I was like, Tim. That's brilliant. Did that, came up with that with the stroke, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, you just never cease to amaze us. I still got to have your brain cells working. So we were talking about Christmas joy and uh, beautiful, darling, handsome listeners. I got to tell you, you're going to really enjoy this episode because I've come up with, this is a pretty epic one. There's quite a few um, show first, not just episode first, show first in this one. Oh, as we go through it, and there are not just one but multiple pineapple sightings. Oh, there are multiple. I, I did catch that, but I'm excited for all of your firsts, Tim. Uh, I think I know of one, but uh, yeah. So I so it was crazy to be in Solvang. It was crazy to like have this episode be just recently as I was there, and but when I was there, I just want to give um, Adam at Dragonet. I did a little wine tasting. Shocking. Uh, at Dragonette Wine Cellars. They <laughs> um, just did a spit take. Almost. Yeah. I've had my computer. Um, Please, Maggie was tasting wine, everybody. Yes, I know. I know. I know. Everyone is shocked right now. Um, and he was so sweet and uh, such a true, like he, he said he listened to the podcast and he asked what episode we were on. I said Christmas Joy. He was able to like recite so much of it back. And I met the sweet person, Adam. He wrote a book. Psych has mentioned it. And he was a true psycho. And I just wanted to give him a quick shout out because he was awesome. But yes, it was very, very synchronistic to be in Solvang while uh, we were preparing for this pod. So um, yes. And... Also, should we mention that we are going to be a day late this week? And that is because the Wi-Fi had been terrible uh, because power grids went down because of all of the heat in California. So we're a little bit behind with some technical difficulties, but just a little bit behind. They'll know this because they're listening. This one's going to be worth the wait, the extra day of the wait. Exactly. Exactly. In fact, not just hopefully, I know it is. 
And while we're giving shout outs, I have to give a shout out to um, the lovely person working the the Starbucks drive-thru window in Newhall, California, where I just went to the eye doctor. We pull up and this lovely woman's got a a beautiful pineapple um, tattoo on her, like her bicep on her shoulder. And we're like, oh, pineapple, awesome. Then she saw who I was and had a very lovely (laughs) sort of sighting freak out. It was very very cute. Oh, I love it. So I did get her name, but... um, and I said, do you listen? She's like, I watch the show all the time. We always quote it at the store. I said, well, do you listen to the podcast? And so she said she will now. So hopefully she will. And um, there's a few pineapple tattoo girls, Starbucks. Uh, <laughs> Barista. No worker. I love it. Oh, that's so sweet. That's I love that. I love when that happens. I love when that happens. Just like seeing this person at the wine tasting. They were so sweet. Anyway. Adam, a dragon what? Dragonette. Wine cellars. Dragonet yeah. Wine cellars in Solving. And by the way, let's just say for con for a context for our non-California listeners, Solving's this lovely little Dutch town, mm-hmm. Dutch themed town about two hours north of San Francisco. No, I'm north of LA. Yeah, two and a half. Yeah. So it's right near Santa Barbara. So that's why um we were able to set this episode in Solving, because it's it's this really picturesque little villagey. There's um It's very cute. There's Los Olivos and there's Los Santa Inez, it's all like Santa Inez, this, yeah. this little community of them, um, of tones, which actually, Mags, while we were up there, while I was up there with Allison this summer, because that's where I shot my pilot, that with Sean Kester, that didn't get picked up. Boo. Boo. Bummer. But my Big friend time. said that um, Solvang, I mean, that whole area is sort of becoming the, um, the Hamptons of LA, like a lot of people are moving up there. Yeah, it's really, really beautiful. I can't believe I'd never been up there, but man, it is. It's gorgeous. All the horses and wineries, and I was in heaven. Heaven. Oh, did I loved you, it. Did you, I meant to send you Kat's uh, Instagram so you could see her goat farm. Oh, yeah. Send me. Oh, my gosh. I'm so into this. I'm so into this. Goats, horses, bring me all the animals. Hey, yeah. Maggie, I got a question um, for you. Yeah. Are you ready to podcast the shit out of this episode? I don't know that I've ever been more ready. I've been ready for days. Well, you had an extra day to prepare. (laughs) Yeah. To podcast the shit out of this episode. So let's get into it. Let's Let's do do it. it. Here we go. Episode nine, Christmas Joy. Let's shout out a couple of people first. Uh, Fawn Chambers. Nine was impossible. Season three, episode nine. It's nuts. God, I love this show. We are so lucky that we get to sit here and go over this amazing show and talk about how much we love and what joy it brings us. And love it. we are helping extend that joy to our beautiful and handsome listeners. Absolutely. Exactly. And in this one, we're hopefully spreading Christmas joy. <laughs> uh, see what I did there? The see what I did there? I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, and back. So Felicia Rashad is back. And this time Keith David and Fawn Chambers playing uh Dulé's sister or playing Gus's sister. Um, it was uh uh this episode was so fun. It was so fun. It was, would you say joyful? <laughs> that was such yeah. a softball. All right. Uh I just set myself up for a softball there. Okay, let's dive in. Episode nine, Christmas Joy. We got to also say, uh, directed by the amazing, legendary John Landis. Oh, this was directed by John Landis. That's right. And written by... by Saladin Patterson. Saladin Gay Patterson. Saladin. All right. Um, Here we go. Pineapple sighting. I mean, Tim, there will be many, but 
let's go with the first pineapple sighting was pretty and, darn obvious. And, and immediate. Uh, Sean pulls a pineapple out of a box of decorations, and there's also a pineapple on the serving tray over Henry's shoulder in the kitchen. Did you nice find another? Catch. Very nice catch. Oh, yeah. It was way in the back of the shot. It was like the top of a um, triple level. I would say to, I'm calling it a crudite platter. Oh, yeah. I love it. You extra fancy. Crudite. Yeah, that's what it is, though. Okay, so cold open. Making the, um, the shrimp cocktails for his uh, lodge buddies, his little Christmas celebration with the boys. So cute. So cute. Before right, we you- get probably with the synopsis, I want to digress. Was this the... Um, the trip where we uh, where Landis took to see the Smothers Brothers? It's quite possible. I'm not sure. So one of the most bizarre nights of my life was... Um, <laughs> it was bizarre. John Landis saying, hey, do you want to go see the Smothers Brothers? Like, what? Because, of course, John knows everybody in comedy and show business. So um, and I'm still also always really excited and little fanboy and starstruck by Landis being responsible for the comedies that so influenced my comedy. So and of course he gets because it's John Lattice, he gets a limousine, not just like a tiny, he gets a oh, limit like crazy. a stretch limousine. Yeah. Like an old school square yeah. limousine. Yeah. Old school. And um and treats us. I think you and James, um, did you guys drive separately? But um are we all on the I just remember being in the limousine with Alex and, and uh, he has the most amazing stories of anybody in show business. So he also has so many. So we're sitting across from, from uh, still like laughing when I think about, so I find myself sitting in this back of this old stretch limousine across from John Landis, getting his life story and hearing yeah. stories about the Blues Brothers. I mean, everything was just insanity. And then cut to us being backstage. I knew it was you, me, James, Kirsten. I can't remember, I don't know if Dulé came. There's a picture of it somewhere I've got on my phone. of. I don't think Dulé came. It was just uh, me, you, Allison, and Kirsten. Yes. Does your probiotic contain clinically studied strains? Meet one that does. Rituals Symbiotic Plus contains two of the world's most studied strains with over 350 publications of human clinical trials. I think that's my favorite thing about Ritual. I feel like there are so many supplements and and things at the vitamin counter and you never actually know for sure and you don't always have the science there backing it up to know what you're putting in your body. And I think it's so important, so important to have that. So what makes the components so clearly ritual? They are science-backed and research-stacked, especially when stacked up against the leading direct-to-consumer and top-selling probiotics on the market. See, this is what I'm talking about. Ritual is more than a probiotic. It is a three-in-one with clinically studied prebiotics, probiotics, and a postbiotic to support a balanced gut microbiome. And it's designed to thrive because of its delayed release capsule, which helps reach the colon, not the stomach, an ideal place for probiotics to survive and grow. It's a nice little minty treat, you guys. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. There's no more shame in your gut game. That's why Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash pineapple to start Ritual and add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. And it wasn't somebody, wasn't somebody very... Wasn't someone flirting with Allison? I was going to say, um, <laughs> um, yes, it's, it's uh, Dick Smothers and um, Tommy. Mm-hmm. No, um, yes, one of one of the Smothers brothers. 
was flirting with Allison. Quite the shine with my wife. Oh my god! Like, Hello, dear. Who are you? Oh boy. Oh boy. And it's like back off, buddy. Yeah, that is but funny. They, uh, the point is, the Smothers Brothers, obviously a, co- a legendary comedy duo, mm-hmm. killed, still killed, and um, shockingly political back in the day. In fact, their show got kicked off. I think whatever the yeah. big network because it was during the Vietnam era, and they they got a little too political for the. Uh, the suits in the, in, the, in the ivory towers of the network, whatever network it was. Right. So that's your um, television history side note, kids. That's the Smothers Brothers uh, backstory. But it was it was wild. I mean, it, John Landis plus the Smothers Brothers plus that night plus Allison getting hit on. It was it was an <laughs> evening. It was an evening. Comedy <laughs> legend. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. You ready, Tim? I am so ready. Let's Ed's go. do it. All right. Cold open. The year is 1987. Young Sean excitedly hops down the stairs, eager to see what Santa got him for Christmas, but instantly gets shot down by Henry, who asks him to describe what went down the night before. Young Sean scans the room, noticing all the minute details of what occurred in the living room. Santa stopped for a bite to eat, dropped off the presents, and then ran off. Henry claims Santa was spooked because of how early Sean came downstairs. Yes. I found something very odd in this moment. Yeah. You with... um. Children who still believe in the glory that is Santa Claus, you might want to turn down your uh, device at this point. Absolutely. Like Henry blows the whole Santa gig. He does. Because he basically says that he was making the bike. Yeah. Um, Santa was going to leave for him. Totally blowing Santa, which I th- was like, that's cruddy. Um, but it's okay because then we realize later that Dulé is still a believer. Oh, yeah. But having. Two daughters myself. I was, um, God knows, I spent many a night, um, many a Christmas Eve night, up building bikes and houses and many other things. Not one of our psych, hello, psych uh, Christmas Eve nights, though. This was no, psych, earlier psych, on before them. Psych Christmas Eve nights are the best nights. That's why when it, you're in the Santa suit in this, and I'm like, well, that that tracks <laughs> because yeah. that's what you did. Oh, I was very funny about Santa growing up. I was. I would have a breakdown on Christmas Eve night because I couldn't sleep. And I, I knew if you couldn't sleep, Santa couldn't come. So I would sit up crying. I'm so sorry. Santa's not going to come to our house. He's not going to bring my brother's presents. He's not going to bring us presents. And uh, and I believed until I was nine um, when I started getting made fun of at school and I oh, remember going to my heard. It, it was, it was tough. I was so, I was such a believer that I, I went, like I stood in front of the fourth grade class and was just like, I, you guys, <laughs> every single one of you who knew that knew the truth, uh, is wrong. Um, and my teacher, Mrs. Hooberry, who was to this day, I just actually saw her a few years ago when I was home in Kentucky. I went to her and I was like, Mrs. Hooberry, why are they saying this? And she's, and I said, is Santa real? And she said, he's real if you believe in him. And I was like, and I do. <laughs> and let me interject. You, my friend, I've known you for a long time. You've never been more adorable than the last 45 <laughs> seconds of this conversation. It's a true story. And I went home after that Christmas. I went, I remember I went home from school one day and I said to my mom, like, mom, tell me the truth. <laughs> And I remember I was very, uh, it was a moment. It was a moment. It was a moment. Anyway. Remind me um, Thursday morning to tell Lily not to listen to this episode, please. 
Oh, yes, of course. Oh, my gosh, of course. Um, no, and anyone, I hope uh, that was, uh, we should put a disclaimer on our Santa stories for this, but I love that we both Santa Claus is 100% real. If you believe in him. As, as we always say, as my, my older daughters, they were getting little, towards the later years of their teens. Right. Or approaching their teens, and they would get really kind of cross with us. Nor right. especially, like, just tell me. And we're like, it's, um, it's the spirit of Christmas. Right. It is the spirit of Christmas. Which is 100% real. The spirit is as real as the spirit of the pumpkin spice lattes you're soon going to be drinking because it's almost time, Maggie. I am about to turn into a pumpkin spice latte. That's what's about to happen. You're about to see me go full fall. (laughs) I just can't do it when it's 106 degrees outside. (laughs) I totally agree. And I can't do it iced. The whole point of the pumpkin spice latte. It's got to be hot. It's got to be so hot and so good. Okay. All right. Back to our episode. I'm so looking forward to pulling on my flannel shirts. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's 106 in the valley. I mean, I live in the valley. You live in beautiful Hollywood. Yeah. Stuck in the depths of the the desert that is the valley in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty hot over here, though. It's hot everywhere. It's hot everywhere right now. Okay, here we go. We just had the the flashback. Henry then mentions that Santa didn't have time to finish his new bike, and Sean eagerly runs over, excited about his first present. Cut back to present time. Sean carries a box of decorations around the psych office, including tinsel, pumpkins with Santa hats, and, of course, a pineapple with a giant red bow. Then, an innocent girl walks into their office asking for help. Very cute. She claims that Santa Claus is in jail. They decide to send her to the police, but she starts bawling, so they change their minds instantly. Back to the Guster household, Gus reunites with his parents and sister, and Sean's there. Once everyone leaves the room... Six degrees degrees of psycheration. Psycheration, yes. I can't remember. It's been so long since we've done a six degrees. Yeah, it has, actually. No, sorry. It's psych degrees of separation. Here, it took me a minute. Psych degrees of separation. There it is. So... Of course, Flourisha Rashad, who plays Gus's mom, plays Sterling's mom on This Is Us. Mm-hmm. A little television show I got to be on the fourth and fifth and sixth season of. Just that You're old so good in it. little TV mm-hmm. show. Yeah, just that tiny, tiny, one of the biggest shows of all time. Okay. But I never got to see uh, Felicia uh, on set or any time. So um, when we get together at the, um, the Emmy party, which I'm sure I'll be invited to. I'm not getting invited to that. <laughs> um, I will, of course, uh, remind should. her that we have... Uh, are two shows in common. Yeah, absolutely. And she'll remember. She'll absolutely remember Psych. Oh, I did, um, I did arrest her on, on Psych on the uh, the first Christmas episode. Is this the, the first time that Gus has a different dad? Yes. Right. This is Keith David. So We went from, we went from Ernie Hudson to, uh, to Keith, Keith David. David. And then we go back. I'll speak of still playing the fathers. He plays uh, the, the lead character's dad in the great movie Nope. Oh, yes. I know this. Which all y'all got to check out? Okay, I'm back. All right, back to the Guster household. Gus reunites with his parents and sister, and Sean's there. Once everyone leaves the room, Sean and Gus's sister, Joy, passionately make out. What? Cue the Christmas theme song, which is so cute. So cute. Here's my show first. First show first of the episode. Um, What? It's the first time we did special graphics over the title. Did we not for Homicidio? Did we just do the theme, but we didn't do graphics? I think they just did the, the, the theme. theme song in Spanish, but this had full-on Christmas Christmas time graphics. It did. Maybe this was a a, a psych initiation, a psych premonition for our first psych movie, which was Christmas themed as well. Okay, cut back to Sean and Joy hooking up. 
Apparently, they had a one-time fling a few years ago, but whenever they're together, they can't keep their hands off of each other. Gus and Sean then give Joy a tour of the police station. Chief Vic meets up with them in the hall and humbles the two boys. (laughs) That was a nice way of putting it. Jules then walks around the office, handing paperwork to multiple desks. Sean asks... You don't get to just skip over yourself and say Jules. Oh, God, here we go. So, hang on. You say like I'm going to say something bad. So, O'Hara has now... Left Maniac's wardrobe, Maniac's closet. This is what I was, this is what I was going on. Here O'Hara's we go. Closet. What are you going to call this one? In the uh, Ocean Eyes Blue <laughs> top for yourself to drive <laughs> pop. It was blue. I And we don't, like it was a gray, big Like the blue. bluest blue that's possible. It's like neon blue. It's a pretty, it's a pretty bright blue. It's good blue. All right. Um, hold on. Sean asked her about the, uh, oh, oh, oh wait. Oh yeah. Sean's handing out paperwork. Sean asked her about the fight that Santa got into. So she takes them to the uh, holding stall where Santa and the uh, quarrelers sit. Sean takes one look at them and solves the case. Then, to celebrate, he and Gus peanuts dance. Adorable. Uh, you just jumped my gun. The show first, the very first time in the entire history of Psych, we see the Snoopy dance. The Snoopy dance. That's what it is. And it's from, uh, isn't it to Linus and Lucy in the, in the Charlie Brown Christmas? Absolutely. It's 100% yeah. very... Yeah, try to run Christmas. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Uh, Sean, okay. The quote Sean takes one look at them. Okay. Lassiter and Joy talk on the bench at the station, and Gus becomes incredibly protective of her. Okay. This is so funny. It's an amazing beat. Guard. <laughs> Guard dog style. Sean then tells Lassie that Dobson called you're, for you're, him you're to get my gun, my friend. I know. I'm, I'm just finishing the synopsis, but I'm looking at you because I'm like, are you ready? Okay. I'm so ready. Get in here. Okay, so um, yeah, Delay gets Gus gets very overprotective of Lassiter chatting with his sister because obviously, because Lassiter is so intensely attractive and and charismatic that he's afraid his sister's going to immediately fall for him immediately. And um, he says, "I say what? I'm just talking to your delightful sister." And Gus says a line which still did the same makes me laugh because you Snow White, and he starts the word this the next word begins with an M. So I know what I'm thinking. He says, "You Snow White, mother," and then another word, "mother scratcher," mother and, scratcher, uh, and James cuts him off with, "Hey, Lassie, it's Dobson. It's the first. It's it's a Psych three. It's no, it's a season three first for our old pal Dobson." Yeah, Dobson. Of course, y'all know who we're talking about. Dobson is the glory that is Iceman Doc Holiday. Val Kilmer. Yeah. And it was just the anniversary of the day we shot our last scene of the regular series. So special. So I posted on the Twitter and the Instagrams. As I'm walking away and I, I say, I kind of put my arm around, around Fawn and I give Gus this look, just this, um, this sort of shitty grin. Yes. Look. It's and, so um, good. It is. I just was so delighted by me taunting Gus or by last or taunting Gus in, in this way. I just, I cracked myself up in this one. It is so good. It's so good. Okay. Sean mentions that his apartment is being fumigated, so he needs a place to stay. Joy happily invites him to stay at the Guster household as Sean hesitantly accepts. Gus overhears the little girl from earlier talk to the jail Santa, revealing that he is her father, and this has happened plenty of times before. Sean and Gus arrive at Santa's workshop. Uh, to confront the man and his daughter. They get kicked out of Santa's village because of the little girl's Oscar-worthy performance. (laughs) It's so true. It's so good. 
Back at the Custer household, a little silly game of cat and mouse begins. Sean goes to Joy's room. She goes to his. Gus comes out because of all the racket. You all know the deal. This was very funny and went on for so long. It Absolute kept getting classic funnier. classic comedy. The, the in and out of the doorway bits. Yes. Landis. That is a, that is Landis to a orchestrate so classic. And this moment. It was so, so good. I forgot about it. And I, as I was watching, I'm like, oh my God, this was very well done. Sean makes it all the way to the basement and runs into Gus's dad, where he realizes that his dad doesn't actually work the night shift. Secret, secret number one. Back at Santa's villa, actually, no, that would be secret number two, because Joy and um, Sean would be secret number one. Back at Santa's village, Sean and Gus arrive as Joy gets the rundown on her new job as a new helper. Sean reads some important papers, yes. I'm going to say, so the Santa's village, where they're all Mm -hmm. set up for Santa to be taking photographs with the kids. Well, our set deck did the most unbelievable job of ma- building the Santa's Village. And it's the site of a pretty, every year, I would take my Christmas card during the Christmas episode. So in this particular one, there's a, a rather epic photo of me and a gingerbread man, which I will send to Devin so she can put on these. On the, uh, oh, the this is the best picture. I know this picture. Oh, cannot wait. I was so delighted to see, oh, that, that's where we did the gingerbread man bit. And every 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 episode, dear Ivan, our on-set customer, would have to take continuity photos. So I have a long, I had a long, long-running gag with him, just doing the stupidest pose that I could come up with. <laughs> it's it's. So we'll he, have, he, we'll yeah, have more. Just, somewhere, he, one year he sent me all of them. I need to make a coffee table book out of them. You do. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by the big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. But see, when I first heard about Mint Mobile and that they offer premium wireless starting at just 15 bucks a month, that was my thought. What is the catch? But after talking to them and using their service, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they're the first company to sell wireless service online only. So they cut out the cost of uh, retail stores and they pass those sweet savings on directly to you. It's true. It is not. It sounds too good to be true. It is not. For anyone who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a family. And at Mint, families start at two lines. All plans come with unlimited talk and text plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. That's the other thing with this, you guys. Like, service-wise, it's so good. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts. Isn't that easy, guys? Switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash pineapple. That's mintmobile.com slash pineapple. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash pineapple. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So Ivan was my Christmas card photographer. And then there was another, there's a Christmas tree that was full of, had a bunch of gifts laying under it. 
and I did a um, I just kind of climbed underneath into amongst these pictures and acted like an action figure. Oh my god, I love it! I don't think I've seen that one, Tim. We need all of these. Okay, Sean reads some important papers as she gets a little tutorial on her job. We also realize Santa's real name is Theodore Meltrigger. Ted Meltrigger, shout out to our Meltrigger. Ted Meltrigger, shout out to last uh, co- to a couple weeks ago. It was very very funny. Theodore. After uh, her first shift, Joy reports back to Sean and Gus about Santa and how he's on the up and up, and that's uh, that he's really good at his job. Then Sean has a vision. When Joy gets a little turned on by that, he recites cold showers, baseball stats, watching my grandmother eat meatloaf. (laughs) (laughs) This was a really funny bit. So good. Sean realizes that Santa plans on robbing the homes of the kids who won't be home on Christmas Eve. Then the returning gag of Sean checking out Joy from behind, but pretending he was looking at something else happens. That was very funny. Look at that. (laughs) Yes. Sean, Gus, Lassie, and Jules arrive back at Santa's village. They find a dead body and scream in the nativity scene. So that dead body was murdered. Almost it. By the way, that's the first murder we've had in like three episodes. Almost we missed haven't, it. We haven't, I know everyone's missed in the last two episodes. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. It's back. It's back. We have a, there's a dead person. I was re-listening to the last episode. You said the word and I missed it and I didn't make you go over and give it a good, <laughs> um, I feel bad that I let y'all down. You let every, you did. You did. I blame myself, everybody. I blame myself, too. I, I missed it as well. I was still high on Novocaine last time, though. That's true. Yeah, you get, all, you get a lot of passes, considering you couldn't move your mouth or feel the left side of your face or right side of your face. It's the right side. Right side. All right, Santa tells John and Gus he was going to rob some houses, sure, but he would never kill anyone, especially his own partner. As Santa right. starts and to cry... We're back in the interrogation, right? Uh, are we in the interrogation room? Yes, we are. Major, major show first coming up. Really? Oh, wait. I think I know this one. Gus starts to sympathetically cry as well. It's the first time we've heard that Gus is a sympathetic crier. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one of the best runners on Psych. Santa then reveals that he and Ted uh, owed their bookie $10,000 and he may be behind the murder. Sean visits the bar the bookie works at and he just so happens to run into Gus's mom, who is also visiting the bookie. Another secret. She asked John not to tell her husband about this, adding to the list of secrets Sean is keeping in this episode. Then the scene we've all been waiting for. Joy and Gus open their stockings and they don't find the gifts they expected. Gus's mom finally comes clean about her secret. Then Gus's dad reveals his secret. The Guster family group hug and the moment is ruined once Joy reveals her secret affair with Sean. Chaos ensues. This is all, this is very funny. This is very noises offy. Yeah. Emily is just disappointed. He said, why didn't Santa bring my Christmas money? <laughs> Which oh, I Gus. love that, that uh, Gus believes in Santa because, because of course he does, because he's real. Why wouldn't he believe in something that's so real? Absolutely. Sean visits Henry and confesses he, his hookup with Joy. Henry says, of course Gus is upset with him because he's his partner. Yes. I think we have a third Pineapple sighting. Oh my God, stop it. What is it? It's a little bit of a stretch. I think <sighs> they are eating, I think the, um, the Gus is eating pineapple upside down cake. I'm sure they are. I'm pretty positive that's what it was. We wouldn't have missed that opportunity, I feel like. If somebody said, what are they eating at the table? Although there was at Christmas dinner, this, one, uh, this was a shocking miss. They had a big ham, which I freeze framed. I froze the frame to look for, there should have been a pineapple slice on ham, which is a sort of a traditional... Ham garnish. I don't know where, who came up with that. 
Oh. But the, it wasn't there, so it should have been there. Yes, there should there should be one on the ham. That's right. All right, that happened. Uh, uh, la, 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 hang on, Gus is upset with him because he's his partner, right? That happened all the time at the force, which then triggers Sean to realize there may be another partner involved in the Santa scamming case. Sean tells jo- Jules he had a fling with Gus's sister, and she replies, "Ew." Then together <laughs> they solve the case. I love that scene. I love that dress. I want that dress, that plaid, the red plaid. I love it. Yeah. um, Yeah. Thank God you're in that because guess what, everybody? O'Hara's back in the Pepto drink family. I know. I'm in a red. I'm in a red. I thought it was a red flannel shirt. But um, no, then reveal it. It's this this amazing dress. It's a great dress. I really like it. Hmm. Now I know what I got to find you for Christmas this year. Yay. That's what I was hoping you were going to say. That's why I kept saying that. That's why I wasn't proceeding. All right. Sean warns Santa, and the most epic scene of Psych occurs. Santa walks around his apartment only for the third partner to come in and attempt to murder him, only for Santa to pull down his beard and reveal it's Lassie and say, ho, 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 you're under arrest. I... This was so... Sorry, go ahead. You were born to do that. You were born to arrest someone in a Santa outfit. This was, I was just delighted that I got to wear that, that Santa costume and pull out the nine millimeter and um, arrest someone. And I think the line, I think it made the naughty list. I don't think that was scripted. I think that might've been an improv or, or oh, a yeah. um, Landis ad. Yeah. Very good. Very, very good. Oh, there's, sorry, this is going to blow your mind. Blow there's, it. There was a fourth, are we on fourth now? A fourth pineapple. Oh my God. It was in the fridge, but it was, it's not, it's actually, this was a teaser because it, it was cut. I specifically remember opening the fridge and staring right at the pineapple. And because when we were shooting the, the show, I never, I could never spot the pineapple. Oh my God. I just that remember specifically so the day going, oh, I, well, this one is pretty, I see this one because it's one foot away from my face. I love that we had pineapples everywhere in this episode. But then that's so good. I'm sure just continuity was that, not continuity, they just had to, they cut it out because you never saw inside the um it was a better reveal to just go straight to santa is last year and you're under arrest bad boy bad boy what you're gonna do <laughs> I you love it. jail i love it it's so good this was like you on christmas you used to dress up as santa all right the little girl from earlier thanks sean for saving her dad and attempts to steal his wallet this was very cute sean then gives the dad some advice he attempts to hug him in return and sean replies please don't he then returns Sean's wallet as well, like father, like daughter. Sean arrives back at the Guster household, feeling terrible as ever, but he watches that they all laugh together. Apparently, they all forgave each other. Then Gus's dad mentions that Sean can't sleep over anymore, of course. Aw. You know why they forgave each other? They forgave each other because the spirit of Christmas, which is Santa Claus. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. And they were spreading Christmas joy amongst each other. Yeah. It was very sweet. Very sweet. Sean heads back to Henry's home to deliver his gift uh, and do their tradition of guessing presents. Sean and Henry do the exact same decoy trick. Then it's revealed that Henry got Sean an iPhone only for Sean to reveal his gift, an iPhone case, which he keeps for himself. Mary Psychmas. Sorry, a psych iPhone case. A psych iPhone case. Which was still meta because we had those at one point. They're still around, I'm sure, like psych merch. Although we probably wouldn't have them for new iPhones. They'd probably be old. I feel like 
somebody just posted, didn't, weren't there people post, I think Mel Trigger started a thing where people were posting their, their like fun psych merch and things they stole from, things they stole from set. And I think someone did post the iPhone, the iPhone cover. Anyway. All right, Tim, are you ready? Are you ready for fan questions? Fan questions? Yeah. Questions, questions. You've Tim, got queries. We've got answers. First one for you. Tim, how much fun was it to dress like Santa? Um, as much fun as you could possibly imagine would be. It's something really, actually, I was just, this is a sad moment. I was on my iPhone searching for, I have a picture of me and Landis posing in this, in this, he wanted to pose with me in, as Santa. Yeah. So I was trying to find it and I couldn't find it, but um, I just searched in my, in my search bar in my, in my photos, Santa, and a picture of me and Joel McHale came up. Stop it. Where it's like, oh God. But I'd, I've been, I dyed my beard in it. So I don't know what the hell. I mean, granted, my beard is super white, as we know. And Allison always tries to um, get me to um, that up a bit so, so it doesn't look so Santa white. <laughs> I love the Santa white. It's so good. I liked it. It was a little bit shocker, though. And even my phone told me I'm Santa Claus, Santa white. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Was it difficult for Juliet to see Sean with joy? Uh, yeah, I think she was a little jealous. I think she was a little jealous. I think at first it was like, ew, but then it was also like, oh. <laughs> but, oh. Okay, what part of Sight Christmas do you enjoy the most? Did the cast have any traditions together? We still have a tradition, and that is going to Tim's on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's a little, um, but on a whole the last two years because of that stupid COVID. thing called COVID. Dumb. Dumb COVID. Ruining everything. But, God, I, that Sight Christmas party is my favorite part of I mean, Christmas is probably my favorite holiday next to Halloween. Yeah. You're so, so but it's fun. All because of the site Christmas party. It was, it, it was every year. That's, that was tradition. Tradition. Um, I was trying to sing a song from Fiddler on the Roof. Um, favorite Christmas tradition as a child. Oh, mine's easy. Baking cookies with my grandma. We bake Christmas cookies. Okay, hang on. Between that story and <laughs> the story, hang on, I'm, this question where between that story and the, the story you told about your belief in Santa Claus, which is totally real. Yeah, still. You've still just real. written the outline for one hell of a Hallmark movie you need to start. I think I did. I think I did. Cookies with Grandma. That's the name of the movie. And the little girl who um, gets teased because she still she, believes. For so long. For, and, and I still do. I still get teased, but I still believe. Okay, you and I are going to sit down and we're going to write this movie, Max. Yeah, we are. It's so good. It's writing itself, Tim. <laughs> Tim, what was your favorite tradition as a child? Being able to run down into the living room until the entire family's there. Yeah. Yeah. That's always, that's a fun moment. That's a fun moment. Um, okay, where did we film Santa's Village? Do you remember? I just know that driving through Solvang, it freaked me out how much we matched our set to what Solvang looks like. Where and is that windmill? There yet. No. And there was, we had the whole like, when, whatever that mill is. And no. Is it just it's, it's the, this spinning motion you were making? Yeah, that thing that nobody can see me doing? Yes. No, there was a, the, we did, we did all of it. Maggie, we're not doing a video podcast yet. It's just. Oh, me. okay. Yes. Yes. Sorry. So the thing that spins. The windmill. <laughs> the mill. <laughs> um, yeah, we did that perfectly. Perfectly. I cannot believe I was literally driving through and, and. Do they have the Christmas stuff up there yet? No, I didn't see any Christmas stuff. Oh, not a question, but so excited to see you both at Fanex in Salt Lake in a few weeks. That's a message. Aww. That's so sweet. We can't wait to see you guys too. We're really excited. 
so I was there last year and I was like, and they asked me to come back this year. And I was like, I am not doing this without my dear friend and partner, Maggie Lawson. Yeah. And I was going to do it last year. I remember. And I ended up doing a Christmas movie, speaking of, uh, in Vancouver and I couldn't. So, um, I'm so excited. I'm so excited to do this with you finally. Um, and see everybody. I know we're going to have so much fun. Tim. Maggie. That was Christmas joy. God, that was joyful. That was, that was so worth the wait because I was joyful that entire episode. Now I'm, I'm me too. And I'm, now I'm like, kind of I feel like I would, it's been more than a week since we just last did an episode. Even it has been more than a before week. we had to um, cancel the, um, yeah. Pull the plug. But I feel like I haven't seen you forever. I know it's been a while. It's so good to see you. It's always good to see you. We'll be back next week. Oh my gosh. Next week, we're losing our minds with how excited this we are. This one's going to be, I mean, not that they're not all epic. This one's going to be freaking epic, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Maggie, tell us who, who's joining us for it's next a week. Psychologists are in first, where we are going to have. It'll be me and Tim and two guests, although I guess I did have the girls for girls night, but you weren't here, Tim. And next week we are going to have not one, but two guests, Steve Franks and Chris Chris Enzi. Enzi. We are are losing our minds with excitement about this. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. So there was a little bit of um, scheduled juggling that had to take place. So a lot went into getting both these um, epic... Man to come and um, to get the timing work out for everybody. But we did so, it. Um, there was lots behind the scenes uh, going on. <laughs> yeah, but we got it. We did. We did we it, and it. it's going to be a first. And we're so excited because we love them both so much. So next next week is six feet under the sea. I do believe. Yes. A Steve Frank's favorite. Yes, a Steve Frank's favorite, and um, yeah, and Chris Henze, who always listens and we love so much. So everybody, uh, we're going to all be together. We're all going to. I'm excited. I'm just so excited. I can't wait. What a classic episode. And I hope you guys enjoyed all of our little holiday tales. <laughs> As always, thanks again for listening to episode nine of The Psychologist Are In. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at The Psychologist Are In and our Twitter at Psychologist Pod. See you guys next week for a very epic episode uh, where we have Steve Franks and Chris Henze joining. We cannot wait. <laughs>